Because I know that what is not spiritually accomplished cannot be accomplished physically. If you are walking with God in spiritually, you can see great things happening physically. Through physical activities and performance, we cannot, we cannot uh, you know, please God. Through physical activities and performance are seen by men because their eyes can only see what you show. But God is a God who searches the deepest things of the heart. And he is very well aware about the conditions of our heart. Still, he decided to tell us. How many, how many times we failed him? When we fail, we are not failing in, in us, we are failing him. But still he was compassionate. The book of Timothy says, even if you are faithless, still he is faithful. That's why we are breathing today. Bible says he has not he has not punished us according to our sins, he has not consumed us. Praise God for that. There is nothing that can be boast about our life. It begins with Christ, it ends with Christ. Apostle Paul says, I can do everything in Christ who strengthens. Last Sunday I shared, those who have been here, I shared about the keys of the kingdom. The church lost its mandate. Church lost its keys. Many of us are many many of us are negotiating and compromising with the devil to keep us alive. We lost the access to the kingdom of God. There is no power today. The church who was supposed to be the light of the world was intruded by the light of the world. The church was supposed to be in the world, but the world came into the church. Our one leg is in the world and the other leg is in the church. We pretend to be a Christian. We pretend to be a church. You are so busy with your business, you are so busy with your studies, you are so busy with your friends, you are so busy with your movies and then you expect that you are saved. Sunday that the, the God Jesus said to Peter that the, I give you the keys of the kingdom that what you bind upon the earth shall be bound in heaven what you open in heaven it shall be opened in earth what you what is saying God has given you an authority because you lost the key means the relationship with God through the Holy Spirit the church is powerless we sing power we speak power but no power in action we think singing a song is relationship with God. Last Sunday I said, you can sing all the songs of Hallelujah and you can speak 30,168 30, scriptures of the Bible, memorize it, but still you can be in hell. 
Many such pastors, prophets, believers are already ended up in hell. Why? Because they lost the key. What is the key? Relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. When problem comes, you run to man, not to God. You think you are you are saved? When there was lack of food, people and disciples never went into the multitude and said, Do you have food? Do you have food? They went to Jesus saying that there is no food. When there was no wine in the marriage, the mother Mary went to Jesus. Where are you going? Where are you going? If you have not heard my teachings message on the last Sunday, I think the team is already put it in the group. Listen to that and have a stock of your life. Have a stock of your life. People today fear the devil more than God. Or saying that we are very happy to get sanitized fearing Corona, but we do not want to lift up our hands to God. Where will you go if you die? The keys to kingdom is lost. We live in hypocrisy in the church. I said if you lose the key of your home, how much frustrated you would be, how much angry you would be. You will call all the nation if possible. If you call all your friends in the in, in, in uh, your society, your friends in society, come and search with me my keys. But uh, you lost your spiritual key. You are silently sitting as if nothing happened. Why? No more. No longer you let lift. You longer, no longer you keep hands on a sick, and you never seen by yourself. Your sick is healed by your prayer. You lost the key. Singing a song is not enough. Telling Jehovah is Jairah is not enough. Need the kingdom. Jesus came preaching the kingdom, not heaven. Jesus wants his children to the children of kingdom of heaven to be reinstated in the kingdom of kingdom, then heaven is yours. You cannot see Paul, John the Baptist or Jesus Christ preaching about uh, heaven, preaching about kingdom. We are not the citizens of heaven, we are the citizens of kingdom. If you are in the kingdom, you are in the heaven. Heaven means where the Father, where He is living. Am I talking to you this evening? Church, it is time to come out of your lukewarmness and sugar coating and hypocritical lifestyle and to be genuine with God, saying, Lord, somehow I lost my key. Somehow, somehow I lost my, my faith. I never run to you, but I run to people. I run to sources. And you are no longer the source of mine. 
missing Jehovah is Jaira, but we are, we are looking to somebody to be our Jaira. You think, you think, you think that, sing, say that Jesus, Jehovah, Shalom, but you think, you look for Shalom, peace in drugs and alcohols and things like that. The church need to be bouncing back. Church need to come out from such kind of hypocrisy. They said, no matter what is happening, the joy of the Lord should be our strength. If you don't have money, joy of the Lord is my strength. If there is some tiny situation in my home, joy of the Lord is my strength. Because the situations are temporary, the joy is eternal. I'm not going to be moved by some lack of money or some sicknesses that is coming upon. Some doctor's report cannot move me. Bible says the, the righteous are like water. They will be surrounded by God's glory like the Mount Sinai is surrounded by hills. You are the apple of God's eye. He says, touching him, you is touching my eyes. Do you know that what you are? Continuing in that situation, and many of the time, what happens when we lose these things, when we lose some financial or some places, there is a, there is, there is, there is a chaotic moment in our life. What happens? We are in a position to give up. I get many, 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 many text messages for prayers from Peru University and other places also that in the these days people are ready to give up because it becomes so hard and harsh for them to understand how to overcome. God said you are overcomers but we leave us defeated people. We speak faith. That's what I said. We all are spiritual, but we are not teachable. We don't learn from anything. We speak faith without having faith in heart. It is time to challenge yourself. It is time to challenge yourself from coming out of the casualness and callousness of this, you know, spiritual games that you are playing. Christian games that you are playing come out to be real. I told the last Sunday when the Holy Communion was served, Jesus said, One of them who will dip the bread in my cup shall betray me. And what the question what happened, Judas never asked, Is it me? But all others asked, Lord, is it me? Are you keep, do you keep asking, Lord, is it me that betray you? My one leg is in the world. Other legacies in the church. Whenever I am walking in the world, I am betraying. What was the last time you had a, a Jesus moment in your life? We hear many testimonies. But when problems comes, like a bunch of cards, we fall, fail down. There was a, such, a, such a time in King David's life. In 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 30 we can see the king David went for fight against Amalekites. While he went to attack the Amalekites, the, 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 when he went to Ziklag, then the Amalekites came and the Amalekites came 
and they caught hold of all the men in their group and the bible says in verse 2 they taken captive of the women and those who were there from small to great they did not kill anymore but carried them away and went their way all the, those who were left out in the camp, camp of David being hijacked or captured by the enemy they took him and when David came back from Ziklag after the fight it was to his his surprise that when he was busy in defeating an enemy the other enemy captured his home you know the David and his men came to city that was burned with fire and their wives, their sons and their daughters had taken captive. And fourth verse says that David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep because they were celebrating a victory and before they could celebrate a victory there was a setback. How many of you I want to encourage today before you may be contemplating about a victory before that the enemy will bring a setback to topple you down. In one place you have a good news if you want to say to some friend before that you will get a phone call there is a setback. David went through that. David went through that. And not only to the agony of David, that was not enough. Verse 6 says, Now the people who walked with David started charging against him. The people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and daughters, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. It's a condition, it's a time. Not only the outsiders condemn you, your own family, your own people are starting to stone you, pull down you. That's very difficult. Because it's a solace when if world is against you, home is with us. But if world and home together against you, it's become very difficult. But what it says, the own people was ready to punish you. How many of you gone through that situation? Your own people punished you. Your own uncles and aunties did witchcraft against you. You are separating a degree. Other place, somebody is doing the witchcraft so that you may not succeed with job. You succeed in a job. Because their sons or daughters could not be degree holders. They do not want to see the brothers or sisters' children become growing. And they, what will they do? They will do witchcraft. That is own people, own family. They will do sorceries against you, black magic against you. David was such a situation. In the middle of losses, David suffered a great loss. There was a depression. Why? He lost his wife and his children were taken away. But the friends who were supposed to, the family, people who were supposed to encourage him, they are against him. Anxiety rose in his life. Rejection. 
and David had whole reasons to murmur and complain and grieve against that situation but the scripture says David did not do that what David did he strengthened himself in the Lord David did not blame himself when everybody blamed him David had the reason to blame himself as a king I should have been careful about my family when I was born out sometimes we do that sometimes you condemn yourself victimize yourself saying I am the reason for the failures of my home my study is the reason why my family is going through financial problem my finance my because of my finances my parents has to sell their property come on somebody you have you are and you have gone through that situation but David strengthened himself in the Lord and some of you some of you go to that extent that you want to kill yourself you want to poison yourself you want to commit suicide you wanted to be addicted into find some comfort in alcohol some comfort in some drugs or weeds and things like that so that you may forget just because you forget things doesn't mean that the things will be out of your out of your way David did not say that he grieved, he cried, but he never murmured, he never grieved, he never complained. And then what happened? The verse 8 says, then David encored the Lord. Verse 8 says, David encored the Lord. Then after all this grieving and strengthening himself in the Lord, after receiving strength, then, then he went to seeking the Lord. Lord, tell me, what should I do? What should I do? And then God promises, shall I pursue? He said, go pursue. Surely you will overtake them and without fail you will recover all them. God given him the green signal. Go. Not only you fight and win, but you will recover all things. All things. God gave him an instruction. He went to God seeking a direction. I want to tell you, before getting a direction, he went to God for strengthening himself. Am I talking to you? Some of you, you in your problem, go and ask God for direction without being strengthened by God. Your spirit is so weak that time. You are in a very, 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 what do you call it as a shallow place where you can be failing that time because of financial condition, because of health condition. But what David did, he inquired, before inquiring God, before seeking direction from God, he wanted to know God. And then God gave him what? God gave him instruction that he will win everything, nothing will be lost. 
I want to tell you, before you can win what the enemy has stolen, you need to be strengthened in the Lord. Am I talking to you? Before ever you can win back what is lost, you need to be strengthened in the Lord. God is interested at your renewal faster than your recovery. God is interested in your renewal than your recovery. Because if you recover everything, my dear children, but you are not strong in the Lord, disaster is waiting because you will be prideful. Sometimes that's why God does not give you certain things. You pray and pray and pray because God thinks, no, I give this, he will get spoiled. So let us wait until he matured enough to handle it. You know that? Bible says pride comes before fall. You know, something unexpected, un un unexpected time God gives you success, you will fail. You know what happens if you do not strengthen yourself in, your, in the Lord? If you do not strengthen yourself in the Lord, you will blame yourself. Because you will see that you are the reason for everything. Not only that, you will blame others also. You will blame government. You will blame bosses. You will blame spouses. You will blame your parents. You will blame your sibling. As if you think that I am the perfect guy. All other things causes me to stumble. If you look into Bible, in this verse says, the Lord, the David strengthened himself in the Lord. And there is no explanation given there to that how he strengthened himself. But in the walk of 25 years with the Lord, I believe two things he must have done. One was praying in the Holy Spirit and second was speaking to his soul that living in his soul. First was praying in the Spirit. If you read Ephesians chapter 6, 18, with the support of this word, I am saying David must have done this. Okay? What he says? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in what? What? Courageous. What? In the spirit, not by mouth, word, speaking. Remember? Praying in the spirit. What he says? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. So David must have prayed in the spirit. Last Sunday I said, even if it is five minutes you speak in the spirit, that will strengthen your soul. Don't take light of the speaking in tongues. It has some protocols how to handle it, but you need to praise and worship God in spirit. Five minutes? Okay. Two minutes? Okay. But in strengthens. If you are hungry and all of a sudden if you take a, a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream, immediately the body gets rejuvenated. The same way, if you are in the problem, you have two or three words in the spirit you speak, immediately an electrifying experience will come in your body and you will get strengthened up to stand against the enemy. Hallelujah. David must have done this. Now secondly, I believe Jude chapter 20, verse 20. Jude has only one chapter before Revelation. The verse 20, what it says. 
Keep yourself in the love of no twenty. Twenty two zero. But you beloved, building yourself upon your most holy faith. Wow, praying in the Holy Spirit. You cannot keep your faith if you are not praying in the Spirit. That's why faith is a spiritual gift. So David must have done that. Second thing, what happened? Instead of living in the Spirit, living in the soul, he started speaking to the soul. You need to keep reminding your soul. Sometimes whatever our soul says, we live in that. But what is Bible say? Let every promises of God, yeah and amen. So what we need to say? When your soul is downcast, you need to speak to the soul. Revive. Get revived. You are not supposed to be downcast. You are not supposed to be, no, you are not supposed to be mourning on some issues. Get up. Because the spirit man is strong and he is encouraged himself. The spirit man needs to be strengthened. And our spirit is our, our souls. As last Sunday I said, who is the, what is the key? Key is the Holy Spirit who, who you connects us with the God. Amen? Our relationship with the Holy Spirit may be good. Our relationship with Holy Spirit may be good, but may not be strong. Am I talking to somebody this evening? You may have n numbers of explanation to give, angel, that you have a right relationship with Holy Spirit. But God is looking for what? A strong relationship. Not just a good relationship. Sometimes we ask, how was the food? It was good. Why? Your expectations was more than that. You may be having testimony to say my relationship with the Holy Spirit is good. But God is expecting what? Strong relationship. Whenever you get married, how is your relationship with your husband? How is your relationship wife? Good. Enough? No. It should be strong. Two will leave their home and become one. That is a strong relationship. If two people, different people, they come together, marry and live under one roof, but they have no strong relationship, what will they have? They will have two individual rules in the home. It cannot be a strong home. Am I talking to you this evening? You know, we get comfort from him. How many of you get comfort from Holy Spirit? Thank you for lifting up your hands. But I have to tell you, most of the time you do not completely rely upon Him. It is easy to lift up your hands and saying that I get comfort from Him. Let a problem come. Let a small problem come. That your comfort destination changes. 
you know, and you do not rely upon him. What is a comfort if everything and everything goes wrong, but still he is there with you? That's why Jesus said that I will send you a helper. He will stay with you. You know, my dear children of God, souls remains even if everything fades. That's why I said last Sunday, what happened? Joy of the Lord is my strength. No money, still the source of joy is not money, but it is God. So what is your source? God. Who connects you with the source? The Holy Spirit. Amen. You can build yourself in the Spirit by speaking in the Holy Spirit. Sometimes people say, I don't feel speaking in tongues faster. And that's why it is spiritual. Not carnal. Because you can, most of the time you cannot, you don't feel to speak in tongues. It happens with me too. But I still do that. When your spirit becomes stronger, you start speaking to the soul than living in the soul. That I said how, if you read Psalm 103, 1 and 2, what he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all in the peace, bless the Lord, do not forget his. What the psalmist says, he is engraving his soul. Hey, come on, you have problem, but blessing for the benefits that you already received. What we happen? One, pro one problem gone. Next problem. Who will help me? Who is your source? Who is your source? The psalmist says, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. He's not saying, Bless the Lord, somebody else. My soul. He is speaking to his own soul. Bless the Lord. You have today some problem? What is he saying? Verse 2. Forget not all his benefits. Today you are facing something, but don't forget what God did yesterday. So don't be upset, my soul. Don't be grieved, my soul. Engage in the Lord right now. He can do it again. Come on, somebody. If you look at the Psalm 42, 11, David says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? 42.11 Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you distracted within me, hoping God, for I shall yet praise Him. The help of my countenance and my God is selling the soul. Why you are so grieved? Why you are so panicked? What do I say? Why you are distracted means you are very silent in me. Why? Hoping God, praise Him. Instead of thinking to Quit. Praise him. Praise him. Nothing is impossible to God. Bible says, man, some, somebody trust in the chariots and horses, but I will trust in the Lord. They may fall, but they will not rise up, but I will fall, but I will rise up. In whom you trust. Now going back to... First Samuel chapter 3, 8, 38. David inquired the Lord. And what God said, 
He's asked God, shall I pursue, Lord? Shall I overtake them? God said to him, pursue for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I want to tell you, if you are renewing your strength in the Lord, then you can hear his instructions. If your spirit is not renewed, you cannot hear his instructions. God is speaking always, but you are so crowded. Your soul is so disquieted. Your spirit is so weak. Your faith is so shallow. It remains only on songs and preaching and words, but when things come, you are shaking. And what happens? That time you cannot hear the voice of God. That does not mean that God is not speaking to you. When David strengthened himself in the Lord and then he went to God, he inquired God, he asked God, what should I do? God give him instruction. If you look two chapter before, 1 Samuel chapter 28, 5 and 6, you can see the same about shout the king. He went to the shout the king, he went to the Lord. You know? Shout saw the army of Philistines, he was afraid and his heart was troubled greatly. And verse 6 says, and then shout inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Listen to this principle. When you go through a problem, you are afraid, your faith is shaken, you are you 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 you, you are ready to say it's too much. You start telling lies. You make fabricated story. You make promises instead of getting strength from God. And that time what happens? God did not speak to you. I believe it is helping to somebody today. God did not answer to Shaul. Shaul was the first king. God allowed him to be the king of Israel. But what was the difference? Shaul did not went back to saying that, Lord, I'm sorry what I'm doing to David. I'm sorry for how I am trying to kill him. But what he said, he without connecting with God went for direction. And God became silent. How many of you feel sometimes God is silent on your peace? Because you go to direction without correcting your relationship with God. That was Saul's mistake. As a child of God, you should not go to God first for direction, but first you need to go to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Jesus taught us the prayer. What was the prayer? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He never said that deliver me from evil first. But he said what? Reconnect that relationship. Reconnect that relationship. What he said? Our Father in heaven means what? Your son is coming because you are my father. Your prayer style needs to be changed. Shaul went without connecting. And he asked God. Never answered. But David went to God. And what he got? What he got? And what he got? He got an answer from God. He got a direction from God. 
When you are in trouble, my son, devotee, you need to connect with God to get direction rather than getting direction without connecting. There is nothing impossible to God. God can change any course of action. Finances, He can change it. Legal cases, He can change it. Suicidal bodies can change. Cancer, He can heal you. But connect with Him first. Make that relationship strong with Him. Then go for direction. Then go for direction. Don't be like Google Map. You give some people to name and then it will take you to another people to another nation. You know, don't go on like that, like God is not a blind. No, I always say that God, God is not blind. Because the blind leads the blind. What happens? You know that. You know, David went, David on David on the on, on David on the Damascus Street. If you read Acts chapter 9, 5, you said the first thing he did not say, what is answered? Who are you, Lord? When he got a slap on his face and his eyes were blinded, it was his first question was, what Stuart? Who are you? Then in verse 6 says, what are you expecting from me? Because why he wanted to have, who are you? Because he has no connection with God. 6 says, what do you want me to do? 5 says, who are you? People today make God a solution. Rather than making him the source, source of strength. You come to church because my financial problem will be going away. You come to church because I will pass in good marks. You come to church because my problems will go. It's okay. You come like that. But don't make him a solution provider. Make him the source of your strength. When you have the source of your strength in him, then solutions will automatically come. God wants us to make him the spiritual, mental, emotional source before success, recovery and prosperity. Shaul went to, went not to realign with God, but he went for a direction. What should I do? He wanted to know him, know the direction. We do the same. We don't have right, we don't have time to realign with God. If I put a CCTV and a, and a recording appliance in your prayer room and then bring it and hear what you are praying. Then you will be having a pressure cooker full of problems. Nothing else. We do the same. We some, many, most of the time we never realign with God, but we need His directions, we need His provisions. Esther, look the life of Esther. When the problems come, Esther went into the king's place and said, the king said, what you need? I can give you half of my country. What she said. She never said that I need the king. What she said, I want a banquet. Her desire was a banquet for the safety of Jewish men. She could have said, oh, you are pleased with me? Take me as your queen. No, she never desired the king. 
she desired the banquet. What is Prince says before knowing the king? Banquet is all about food. What food gives? Strength. She needed that strength to ask the king. You are getting me? Many of the time our spiritual life is like that. When you have strength, you will hear from God. When you are scared, when you are confused and depression, you not need direction, but you need strength. And that is the time we need to speak to ourselves through the spirit. David got instruction to pursue all things and recover all. You may be getting a different directions, but you will still hear God's ways. Let me tell you, a strengthened soul will never miss the voice of God. A strengthened soul will never miss the voice of God. Jesus, ever after getting baptized by the Holy Spirit, he walked in the strength of the Father. He said, I don't do anything without I hear from my Father. I don't do anything without I see my Father does. He will never be by his own strength. I want to tell you one more promise I wanted to give to you. If you are strengthened in the Lord, God will never leave people whom he strengthened. God will never leave people who are strengthened. So don't discourage. God will guide you. Now, chapter 30, verse 11 and 12. There is another story here. Then, what happened? Then David was going to pursue. Here comes an Egyptian. Here comes an Egyptian. That Egyptian needed some food. Why? Because they found an Egyptian and brought him to David. They gave him bread and ate. They let him drink water. See, this is a distraction for the mission that David has to follow. He was going to fight with Amalekites. And all of a sudden, an Egyptian who is not supposed to, he's not an Israelite, so that he can show some compassion. But he came. What is the verse 12 says? And they gave him a piece of cake of wheat and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. David strengthened himself in the Lord, but the Egyptian needed food to strengthen himself. And what happened? For he had eaten no bread, no, dr no drunk water for three days and three nights. You understand that? Before God lead you to recover what you lost, he will make you to strengthen somebody else who is in need. That is a place we miss. Every spiritual being miss that area. Before ever you are in the process of recovery, God will bring something to test your humility and your your, your, what do you call it as, uh, your, your, uh, your walk with God, he will test you, you know, ever before that. Think about it. They will, they will still not recover his family. His wives are, wives are still in the hands of the enemy. His children are still prisoners. His old men are still prisoners. He is in their consequences, but God sent a test. What happened? David is, he finds an Egyptian. 
no reason to prove show any mercy to him it is done kill him give us a disturbance to him and what happened you know he gave him food and after that the egyptian gave him the directions how to recover his lost son you know egyptian gave the details to him i want to tell you god never gave david the details how he will recover his son he only said go and pursue you will recover but the details was with the intuition somebody will walk in your life and give you some direction that time you think hey how can he give me direction it can be that person because god is looking for your obedience and then you walk the people who will be a distraction in your life may be having the secret of your direction are you getting me maybe it is a test of god david had what egyptian wanted egyptian had what david wanted david wanted how to recover his children and family egyptian wanted somebody give me some bread so that i may not die i always say this if joseph would have known the details how we will be the prime minister of you know egypt then he would have said lord in the, in india you would have said master na forgive me lord i don't want to go through all this experience to be a prime minister i am okay with my dad's sheep sometimes god does not speak to you details but some way somehow god will bring details to you and sometimes we miss it you know i want to tell you don't use your current situation as an excuse not to serve others who are in need when you and with what you have don't use your current situation as an excuse not to serve others who need what you have david the king had what david had what he had food egyptian had what the details of his family and david had to serve this guy otherwise he would have never got that information i want to tell you let not college let not your dating let your let not your marrying let your not your family let not your finances nothing be an hindrance or an excuse to serve god and god other people don't tell that i am angry i have many definition to the end you know to do everything but when it comes to god you are end at the age of 17 18 you can be a father or a mother but still you are end huh and so don't 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 deter from serving the people you know you know very important if you think you will do when you get the egypt that sometimes they would put out said okay you are saying right then let me see let us go and see and after that i will give you bread by the time egyptian would have died 
some of you putting your details to death because you are not serving God with all of your heart. You think I am so spiritual, what they will teach me? God can teach you through anybody. Even the janitor of uh, or your rickshaw drivers, anybody can talk to you some words of wisdom that cannot be biblical but God will teach you. If the thing you will do when you get what you receive, then by the time your Egyptian will die. You know? I want to tell you young people, never live for young and old people. Live, never live for the next. Because when you reach the next, there will be another next waiting for you. Start living in now. Because many of us have lost the valuable now just because they are waiting for the next after next, after next, after next. Every next has a next waiting for it. Somebody said like that, you cannot do two things, you cannot do anything, the past and the future. You need to live now. I want to tell you life happenings are now. You are growing now, not tomorrow. Don't make an excuses to serve others or lead or support. You remember in the book of Genesis chapter 20 verse 70, Abraham, when Abraham paid, prayed for Abimelech, no, Abimelech I think so, Abimelech and their family, they were barren, still Sarah was barren. You know, Abraham paid for, prayed for Abimelech, his wife and his female servant, then they bore children. When Abraham's wife, Sarah was still barren. But he prayed for Abraham. God opened the door. I want to tell you, when you don't have still, you are ready to serve, you will get what you what you need. That's exactly what in the life of Abraham happened. You, you remember about Joseph. Joseph had a dream that his family will bow down before him. Before he became the prime minister, he interpreted the dream of the king. And that lay, took him to the king's palace. Joseph's dream was still in boxes. But he interpreted the dream of somebody else. Remember Job. Job was in turmoil, everything, leprosy, everything gone. Verse chapter 42, he said, what, what Job 42 says, God asked him to pray for his friend. So the man who is ruined and bankrupt and totally leprous and everything, he prayed for his friend. And what happened? 42.10 says he got the double portion. He got the double portion. What happened now? Let us see. 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 chapter Samuel chapter 30, 18 to 19. Quickly, I will finish it. I want to finish it and I want to encourage somebody who is willing, who is who is in the verge of cutting from what you are going through. God is speaking to you today. What happened? God, David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives. You got it? You know? And then what happened? 19. 
and nothing of theirs was lacking as the small or great sons or daughters spoil or anything which they had taken they will recover all hallelujah when you serve somebody who is in need you will recover all that you lost amen don't close your eyes don't shut your ears when somebody i'm not talking about beggars okay the begging should not be encouraged okay we are talking about the the real need sometimes stories we can hear about complicated stories we can hear i'm not talking about that in need when that what then after that what happened 22 let us read 22 then what happened then all the wicked and what the problem came is that when david came with all the spoil then there was a group of people who did not went with david for fight and they were waiting for the for the for the their family so what happened the people said that because they do not fought with us we should not give them anything what he says the wicked and worthless men those who went with david answered saying because they did not go with us we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered except for every man's wife and children that they may lead them away and depart forget not all the benefits of god when you and me are getting the recovery from god what normally we do we forget about others when i came to india who helped me when i my fees were not paid nobody helped me psu was not there pastor roy said no sorry i cannot do i don't do the ministry of money so if somebody else is also having problem pastor roy have a problem let him do for himself that is not godly character That's not godly character. That's not godly character. David said that. 23. 23. And David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us. Who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the truth that came against us. So he started encouraging his friend saying, Let us not be, you know, unrealistic with these people it is important those who stayed back and those who fought if they have not taken care of our families then we could have not that's why the bible says who goes to evangelism and who sends for the evangelism both are equally rewarded because the pastor may not be having fuel in the car if you provide the fuel cost you are going with the pastor for evangelism because you provide the means for him to go that's why the bible says uh, how can somebody hear without somebody send if you send somebody to preach the gospel you will be rewarded with who preaches the gospel understand that okay and now 26 we read and now when david came to siklag he sent some of the spoil to the elders of judah and his friend saying here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the lord okay now before this and explanations i am giving within 2 3 minutes not possible but maybe with 10 minutes of time i will close you but this is going to be the life lesson that is going to come in your life so blessing how can you handle your blessing 
and please do not be angry on me. Okay? The first temptation, the first temptation came to David and his people was what? That they should not share the blessings with other people. And David did not like that. Can I tell you? Some of the time, most of the time, the blessings of the Lord can make you arrogant. The blessings of the Lord can make you arrogant. How? When you deny to share, support others in need, you are arrogant. Need doesn't mean that the for eternity I will take care of. That is only covering, I said, until life, death departs from, that is belong to my wife and my, my not even to my children. You know, I am responsible to take care of my wife until death separates us, not children. Children has to grow up. <laughs> Don't every time knock the door of dad saying, dad, I need money. You need to find some way. Not stealing, not robbing, not telling lie, work with your hands and find something. What happens? What you do, what you and me do, you know, you do, you know. David gave glory to God by telling that we should not do what you are telling. You know, he was compassionate. Your blessing. You know, I want to tell you, your blessing is a reward as well as a test. Your blessing is a reward as well as a test. And if you read next books of 2nd Samuel, after this, immediately David was promoted as the king of Judah and then slowly he became the king of Israel. Why? Because he honored people, right? Here it says, in, 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 in 23, it says, sorry, here, he says, David came to, he spoiled the elders of Judah. Judah was, is a tribe. Elders means what? Elders means elders. Okay? And in connection with what he does, elders means it's a church. It's a elders of the, the, that community. You know, we need to, and these elders were the people if you read the Bible, these were the people who were supporting Shaul, uh, sorry, Shaul, not David. Are you getting me? This elders of Judah was not supporting David, but they were supporting Shaul. But David sent money to them. Come on, sir. elders of the church. The blessing how you need to handle. With the blessings that comes to you, not only help the poor, but help the church as well.
help the church as well. You know, I want to ask you one question. Okay, maybe I give me five minutes. There are many, many business people sitting here. You are doing the business. Without any, 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 forgive me. Without any men and women sitting here, you are doing business. What are you doing with your business? You earn money and you use it for you. You pay your fees. You you prepare you you buy your foodstuffs. Where is your support? The same kind of people who are in need. Do you invest in somebody who are in need? If you do not do, that's why you are always in need. Principle from here. When David got a blessing, he gave to the poor people, he gave it to the church. When you become successful in your business, you can write and send to me what you do with your finance. Okay, I'm also handling finances. So I'm not a financial wizard, but I can tell you, I give teaching on handling finances in a godly way. You know, I, I, I have teachings on that. It takes almost 72 hours, in three days, it takes to complete that, that thing. I did it in Barodra Church. Okay, financial blessing. When you get your finances from your business, what you do normally? Normally what we do? We take the money, we may be giving tithe, maybe, I'm not sure about it. You know, we may be giving tithe to the church, but you do not invest in the people who are in the same way, those who are poor and cannot support themselves. What was David doing? David was everything spoiled, but he had the food, but the Egyptian need food he provided to him. He provided food to the poor, he provided food to the church, and he provided food to everybody. They would honor God by sending gifts to the elders. I want to tell you, your call is not just to make money or education or wealth, but it is your call is to make some difference in others' lives. Before you breathe your last, you can be called as a multi-billionaire in the world, but you cannot carry that billionaire tag with you. What do you need to do, man? You need to be an influence. You need to be an impact upon somebody's life. Am I talking to you? I'm talking to you too, man. I am. Lillian. Challenge yourself, can I make some impact to somebody's life today? It may not be money. Maybe one word, God bless you, brother. God is so compassionate to you. God loves you. God cares for you. That one word is enough. Your call is not just to make money, education, finances, but to make difference in somebody's life. We will go to Deuteronomy chapter 8. This is my, maybe the last verse. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 10 onwards. 
when you have eaten and are full then you shall bless the lord your god for the good land which has given you okay when god blesses you what you need to do you need to bless the lord for all the good things that he had given to you so whatever beware beware you yeah, go back beware that you do not forget the lord your god by not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which i commanded to you today so what happens when we become prosperous when we our problems are solved what happens we forget god we forget his commands we forget his ways we start living by our own we become dictators of our own destiny we start making our own principles we start uh, interpreting the word of god our own way to suit our own experiences and then verse 12 what says left when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwelling in them not only that you are having you started prospering you have beautiful houses you have everything you have iphones that and this and everything is there and then what happens 15 oh 13 when you are herds and your flocks multiply that is herds and herds and flocks means business multiply your silver and your gold multiply that means your possession is multiplied all that you have is multiplied everything that you have is multiplied means progressive blessings have come upon you for the when your heart is lifted up heart lifted up means your heart is prideful and then what happened you forget the lord your god who brought you out of the land of egypt means what egypt in the new testament according to new testament egypt is a sign of sinful fallen state of man so you forget the god who saved you from your sin and from the house of bondage means what from the house of sin's bondage okay 16 who led you through that great terrible wilderness in which very fairy serpents and scorpions and thirsty land there was a no water who brought water for you out of the fruity rock of all the blessings he given you 70 who fed you in the wilderness with manna means divine provision which your fathers did not know that he might humble you that he might test you to do you good in the end he gave manna to test you, to humble you. Means what? You should not depend upon the world. God is your provider. Hallelujah. God is your provider. Mana, the meaning of mana, what was mean? We're saying when mana came, mana was the meaning of mana is what is this? Meaning of mana in English is what is this? But how was the mana? Mana came. The mana came how? First there was snow came coming down and on that the manna fell and then again snow came. it was a sandwich first sandwich made by god snow sandwich manna in the midst of snow what it meant that manna is the word my manna my word will not fall into the ground and then what happened then you say in your heart now it is about us not only you it is about us my power, my might, of my hand have gained me this year. And everything goes well. We testify. We prayed. Fasted. 
All the glory to be. Then, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get the wealth. You can job, go to a job, but He makes you prosperous in your job. You can go to a gym, He can break your bones, but He makes your bones. You go to college, you have brain, but he gives you wisdom. If there is no brain, don't clap. I don't expect anybody to clap for things that you don't have. If you have brain, he gives you wisdom. The brain, you have knowledge to know certain things, but God gives wisdom. What is wisdom? How you can apply the knowledge that you have that God gives you. And then what it says, that he may establish his covenant which is sought to your fathers, not because of you, it is promised to your fathers. To Abraham he said, look up like the stars, I will multiply. And he is keeping the promise. 19, 18, 19. Then it shall be, if you by any means, somebody, somebody say any means, no excuses, okay? By any means you forget the Lord your God and follow other gods. Other gods means any other. Beauty, money, degree, phone, gadgets, that, this, health, free, all these things. You know? And serve them. People before getting before going for prayer, they go to the gym. They, put a, they think that they are putting a hands free and hearing the God song and doing the gym so that they think that this is worship to God. Come on. <laughs> okay, then they will call it this a spiritual walk. <laughs> spiritual walk is on, not on legs. Spiritual walk is not on the leg. Spiritual walk is in the heart. You walk in your heart with God. Not like that you sing, you put a hands free and walk, saying this is a spiritual walk. That is good, you will keep yourself away from the, the world's uh, things. Right? And then says, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. My dear children, when God bless you, don't be prideful. Share with the needy, share with the elders, the church. And not only he did that, not only he did that, and he blessed the Lord. God has not, and that's why I said, the blessings of God are, most of the time comes as a gift as well as a test. God wants to see what you do with it. You know? I always say, just because, I don't, giving is very important thing. I, I, was, uh, I, I was following a financial pastor. He used to speak on financial pastor uh, Robertson. 
Rob, uh, Robertson, yeah, Robertson from South Africa. He used to say, just because you have money doesn't mean that you have to give everybody. You need to test it. If God says to give, the widow of Zarathath would have never given the last bread to Shab, the Elijah until God has said to her to give it. The young boy would have never given that bread and the fish. It was not God ordained. Giving is important, but give as the Lord purposes. Just because you have money doesn't mean that you need to give everybody. Okay? God planned. Why? Because when you do according to God, God is not planned, planning for your, your blessing. God is also planning for your elevation. What happened to David? When he did all this thing, he fed to the poor, he gave to the church, he gave to the elders. What happened? He became the king of Israel. What I am trying to say this evening, my dear children, if you are discouraged, you are panicked, or you are anxious, get up and start spending time with the Holy Spirit and strengthen yourself as David strengthened. These all things, I, I, I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters in Christ and children in my, my faith, what I am trying to say that uh, all things happen. Why, brother? Why all these things happen? He could recover all his wives, his children, his property. Everything came back. Why? What was the reason? Come on. I pray that we can have our voice in Jesus' name. Yeah. But what the Bible says is what we heard regularly. He strengthened himself in the law. That is the secret of all this. He strengthened himself in the law. Where are you finding your strength, my friend? The friend is good, provided they are godly. But your souls. Jesus said. The water that I give, if you drink, you will never thirst. The water of the world, you drink, will thirst. More Coca-Cola, more thirst. Right? No. But when you drink from the bosom of the living God, the living water, He says, you will never be thirsty. You will never be thirsty. What was the secret of David? He strengthened himself in the law. Is there somebody who is ready to quit now? You are going through a situation that nobody knows. You may be going through a financial problem. You may be having some relational problem. You may be having, like David, outside people, inside people. Sometimes church people. Don't think that church people are innocent. They also attack sometimes. Very clearly I am saying, church people are not very, 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 you know, don't take it at the face value. They are sometimes very, very, very wicked. You know, I always say, there is no penal code, no legal case against them because there will not be blood seen because they assassinate by word, not by weapon. They will spread word such that your character will be assassinated. Everybody, oh, this is what she said. No? Okay. 
no blood, no, no penal courts, no advocates needed, no judge will convict us. But what happened? They assassinate your character. <laughs> Sometimes it happens and if you are in the verge of quitting, this is my encouragement to you today as David did. Encourage yourself in the Lord. I believe what David did, if it finds suitable to you according to the scripture right there, so it started speaking in Holy Spirit. And he, instead of living in the spirit, living in the soul, he started speaking to the soul. Oh my soul, bless the Lord, oh my soul, forget not all his benefit. Why are you downcast, oh soul? No, forget not. Yesterday he gave me bread. I know today he can give me chicken. I trust him. Last financial year my pieces were not paid. God made a way. This time also he will send a raven. He will send a person. He will send a widow. Some influential people will intervene in my situation and bring a miracle in my life. I trust my God. I trust my God. Who is your source? Bible says, Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord and cursed is he who trusts in a man. Who, whom you trust? David had that. All the ponder came to him, but he shared with the people. Business women, business girls, business boys, when you get blessings, don't just use it for all, your own purpose. Find somebody who must be going through the same situation but not telling to you, but God will speak to you. When you get a profit in your hand, tell the Lord, Lord, show me a person whom I can be a blessing. And I want to tell you, God will bring that person and start sowing in that kind of people. And then what will happen? You will not be only having enough to give to the poor. You will also even able to support the church, the elders, and you and your family will prosper. Hallelujah. If there is somebody who is in the verge of duty, you are thinking that enough is enough. I cannot bear it anymore. I cannot be, a, because of me, my parents, my family is suffering. You are condemning yourself. In Christ there is no condemnation, but you live in condemnation. God forgave you, but you are not forgiving yourself. You still hold yourself a reason for some problem happening in your family. I want to tell you, when everybody comes against you, David strengthened himself in the Lord. Today let the church rise up and say, no matter who comes against me, I know that no purpose of the enemy shall prosper against me. I know even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. If somebody stand able to stand and say that this is I want to believe. I encourage you. Don't look to man. Look to God. Don't look to man. Look to God. With God nothing is impossible. If God can, if God can, can help David to recover all. 
that time for David Jesus was not dying for you and me Jesus is dying and resurrected as a victorious king how much more he will do for you and me the Bible says the one who has never kept his son what else he will not do when you ask him I encourage you my spiritual children don't quit when you go through problem don't look to people for help look to God your own people your own family will come against you your own uncles and aunties may come against you your own classmates will come against you your own roommates may come against you own housemates will come against you your best friends may teach you but that time don't react the same way they will never complain never they will never murmur they will never accuse anybody what he did he kept all his agony at the feet of god and said lord i don't know how to handle it but i know you can handle it and he started finding strength if there is somebody listening to my voice today in this auditorium and you if you are going through that breaking condition in your life it is for you it is for you god still loves you god still cares for you nothing beyond his ability is able to bring you out from the situation that you are going through no sin is so deep that his blood cannot cleanse you no problems are so big tell your problem not tell god how big is your problem but tell the problem how big is your god this evening if there is somebody is going through that situation somebody you have a financial need you may have a problem with your family your family may not understand you properly and or you may not be able to understand the love of your father mother siblings somebody ditched you you end up in their relationship that person ditched you you went to the church looking for some comfort but the church questioned you and and the church showed partiality with you this all can happen in the world nobody can escape from this kinds of attitudes of the people but one thing that we can do as christians is what we can strengthen ourselves in the lord may i ask our my words here i want you to look to god is there anybody who want to say pastor you are talking to me i want to find i want to find strength in my lord if you are that person you are you close your eyes everybody close your eyes i don't want to categorize any people i know that you are going through a situation i know that you are going through a problem you need some finances you need some friendship you need some good people to stand with you you need some people to come and help you in your walk of faith you need somebody to help you in your spiritual walk you need somebody to come and wipe your tears who you need somebody to come and tell you brother sister it's okay let us not give up god is able to raise uh, from, from from the from the from the ashes he's is able to raise and help us to sit with princes come on somebody don't quit don't quit don't trust man trust in the lord and start praying of your situation don't think that you fell sometime 
Don't think that because you went away from God, that is over. It's not over. It's not over. You can come back. God gives you more again and again opportunity. Start loving people in need. Start helping them. Start helping the church. When God blesses you, don't be prideful. Ask God to forgive you. You have undermined or and never cared about the poor or the needy people. Take a few more moments and pray to God. And I pray God may strengthen you. If you, anybody is in the broken condition, if you are having an issue in your heart that is troubling you, may the Spirit of God comfort you. He give you strength. The situations in your back home may become normal. Your sicknesses, your conditions, physical condition. Oh, come on. Let it become in normal.